0: fridays because i get to talk to you and i swear that's the only reason i love them <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's quite a compliment there mel
0: <laughs> good it was meant as one <laughs> so uh what movie did you see this week and i can't wait to find out if you loved it or hated it
1: uh, yep that's what we're here for that's clifford the big red dog now mel i have to tell you all right, right off the start, here's a quote from the movie. Okay. okay Emily, who's really great in it. I mean, she's just cute and she's, you know, she's adorable. She asks the question when she's getting her new dog, Clifford, how big will he get? And Mr. Birdwell said, that depends, doesn't it? Emily says, on what? Birdwell says, how much you love him. Aww. Now, Mel, I want to talk to you about Nigel. <laughs> He's pretty small. <laughs> what is going on there? <laughs> Or is that a different subject?
0: (laughs) He would be the biggest dog in the whole world. (laughs) But he must not have that special gene like Clifford does.
1: (laughs) I guess. I guess. All right.
0: This is live action and CGI, and that's kind of a weird combination sometimes. How did they do with it? it?
1: They did not do well with that parts you're going, okay, that's okay, I can believe this is a dog, I, you know, and you can't believe it's a dog, and then they're out in the park, and they're running, and they're, they're on top of him, like, you know, riding him like a horse, uh-huh. and there was laughter in the theater, and I wasn't quite sure if they were laughing at the scene or laughing at the CGI, okay, <laughs> so that kind of sums it up, because I was laughing at the CGI, okay? Oh, no. No. Now, Emily Darby Camp is the actress. She does a fantastic job. Now, this movie was shot three years ago. I mean, it's been postponed, postponed, postponed. Oh, wow. But they didn't didn't spend a lot of time fixing it, actually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Emily, she has trouble at school fitting in. She's kind of bullied. So then she decides to get a a dog, which is going to make her life so much better. Then she's got this uncle who's, you know, causing trouble. And then the dog just keeps getting bigger and bigger Mm. and bigger in the New York apartment. And as they go down the streets in New York and the parks and everything, Everything. It's like everyone wants to know how this dog got so big. Everybody, especially a genetics company. Uh-oh. So you know what's going to happen, Mel. Yeah. I don't have to tell you. Mm-hmm. All right? So there's a little bit of a backstory going on, little things that are happening. And then at, at the end, you know, it's not really a spoiler, but the movie teaches us about acceptance and unconditional love. No. So... So, if you want to be warm and fuzzy <laughs> and not really, you know, thrilled with the CGI, this may be a movie that that you that you could enjoy. Now, as as a dog lover as yourself, Mel, you might find it a little teary-eyed at moments. Okay. But Probably. It, it just doesn't work. I don't think the CGI works. Now, kids will enjoy it. Young kids. I'm talking little, little, five, six, seven-year-olds okay. maybe. But any any age above that, you're just going to go, ooh. Now, this is also streaming, so you can see it, you know, without going into the movie theater. Now, if I was a parent with this one, mm-hmm. I would say, you know what? Put him in front of the TV. <laughs> I'm, not going, I'm not going to the theater this time. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the one joy about streaming. You don't have to watch it. <laughs>
1: Only the so, kids. <laughs> I mean, it's it, you know it's quick. It's an hour thirty seven minutes. It mo- it moves at at a pace. It's got you know the Christmas feel to it, season with snow. So I mean it, the timing is right. It's rated PG, not rated uh, G. Um okay. but you know I I, ex- I just give it two slates out of five now. I I, I really can't say yeah too much yeah. about it. I mean I I told you what I can tell you without giving a spoiler alert yeah. <laughs> in, in, in a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie. It doesn't <laughs> quite fit, but, you know. And actually, there's, there's a young kid in here, um, Isaac Wang, who's actually fantastic. He's, he's a young um, kind of a friend of hers, and he's very, very funny. Um, I think he's he's going to be a, an actor that you're going to see, you know, coming up into the ranks as he grows up. And he, he's currently in the uh, Gremlins TV series that's that's on. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. I mean it's mm. yeah, I there's I, not much else I can say about it. Yeah, I can other than I- it's a big dog.
0: I kind of got, yeah, <laughs> got that impression from the trailer. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't impressed at all with the CGI. I think that CGI is, I thought it was better than that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he just looks so freaking fake.
1: <laughs> like he's,
0: right. he's just yeah. fake.
1: <laughs> right. And that's the thing is people are seeing these on their computer, maybe on their iPhone, watching yeah. the trailer. And they're like, okay, it's kind of accessible. But when you blow it up into a gigantic screen, you notice it even more. Oh, that I bet. It doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, and the fur didn't look real to me. That's
0: okay. I was gonna say that. Like, he looks like he's just like two dimensional. Here's the line. There's no like bristles of his fur or little whiskers or anything like that that makes a dog so endearing. He looks like somebody drew an outline and colored it red. And I'm just like, what did a child do this CGI? I mean, (laughs) it just it's just weird. So I'm glad to know that. my impression from the trailer was right. And we have a very special guest ready to join us right now. Are you ready to talk Absolutely. to
1: Butch? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Butch Patrick, welcome to the Box Officer Podcast. How are you today?
2: Uh, excuse me, I was trying to reach the orinda Theater. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's where your event is.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. How are you this morning?
0: We're doing really good, Butch. Thank you so much for joining the podcast.
1: So Butch, yeah, I've their nose butcher's uh Eddie Munster from the Munsters TV series <laughs> coming up to Arinda this weekend for three fabulous events. So You're going to have dinner with Butch. You can see a uh, conversation with Butch, which we're selling 16 millimeter film on mm-hmm. some great surprises that people will be really happy with. And then we will be showing Munsters Go Home at 8 p.m., so it's going to be a Munster Day at the Arinda Theater. So, so Butch, let's talk a little bit about, you know, playing Eddie Munster so many years years ago and you're still recognized because you still kind of look like
2: him
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're just missing that giant widow's peak
2: <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny about the widow speak. You know there, there actually is a picture of Eddie Munster in a dictionary when they when they put a definition of a widow speak, and they have a picture of Eddie Munster to you show know, what one looks like. But to answer the question, um, you know, the, being the Eddie Munster, that that was just a, a small, small piece of a of a magical time and a magical place, Hollywood in the '60s with the comedies and the, and the great talent that was that was being broadcast on television when the, it was still a magical place and it was the family, um, you know, the evening entertainment for most families was a television set, uh, movies somewhat on the weekends, but during the week, you know, television was 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 the was the place where everybody hung out, and uh, we were the lead show on CBS on a Thursday night, which was a big night for us, mm-hmm. and we uh, had a lot of talent, we had a lot of great. We had some fun special effects and we had cool cars and this and that, but um, I was just lucky to be part of some movie magic that literally 57 years later is probably as popular and probably more popular than it was then. Oh,
0: definitely. In this day and age of streaming, like, I'm trying to work on a self-awarded master's degree in television. Like, I love going (laughs) back and watching every single episode of classic shows that maybe I was a little bit too young at the time. And The monsters is just solid. It really still holds up today. It's amazing work.
2: It does. A lot of the filmmakers, I try to accommodate independent filmmakers whenever possible. You know, they don't have a huge budget, but they really were inspired by the show. And it's an honor and sort of an homage to them when they come to you and they say, listen, I've written a special part for you. Uh, is, there, is there any way possible you might be able to participate? And I always try to, but I never get over how much the, uh, the inspiration the show was for people. And like you mentioned, some filmmakers some people that are doing TV and this, but other car builders or makeup people or set designers. A lot of people who are in the industry in a lot of different categories were inspired by a lot of old shows. But The Munsters uh, seems to be one of the the more proficient ones. Right. And then it seemed like the cast
1: really enjoyed being there. You guys had, it seems like it was fun. It came alive on the yeah. screen. That,
2: it, it, is that a correct statement, there's, there's, a, there's a unique situation, kind of like a perfect storm. A lot of things on paper, you know, you, you, you would read a script and you would look at this and, and literally, uh, I'll give you an example, Marilyn Munster, who Beverly Owen, who had lived in New York, her agent convinced right. her to fly out for the screen test and do the, the pilot, claiming it will never see the light of day. You're just going out for the credit and the paycheck. You'll be home in a week. Don't worry about it. Because she did, she did not want to live in Los Angeles and her agent convinced her that there's no way this show will ever, ever get into production. I mean, that's how it looked to a lot of people. But the, the interesting thing that I found, I'm watching it now you know, as an adult, and, and I don't look at it from looking at me, I look at it from the overall, looking at the sets and, and looking at the, the storylines and things and like that, and listening to the music, the, the top-notch music soundtrack. I mean, literally, the special effects, the music. But what, what got me was, you never once thought of Herman Munster as Frankenstein. You always thought of him as, as Herman Munster, lovable. Yeah. Father Image, Uh, Lily, never vampire. Grandpa, never Count Dracula. He would say he was Count Dracula, (laughs) but to everybody, it was just a a very fun family unit living in a very cool house, trying to get by like everybody else on a day-to-day basis. And Uh, it
0: was TV TV magic, man. I mean, it really did just come together so great. How was it for you as a child? Did you know about werewolves at that age, or were you like, I'm playing a what?
2: I was making all the aurora models like every every other kid you know there was a huge line of universal yeah it was funny too because you know the universal studio was the monster studio so as a kid yeah if you're making the wolfman or or the, or the mummy or the creature you know these are all universal properties uh-huh. and then to be on the to be out on the prop to be out on the studio where these all were created was probably the key ingredient to the success of the Munsters because, yeah, you had the TV side of it, but you also had the Lee the Beaver scripts that Joe Conley and Bob Moser did that were tried and true family family treasures. But you had the Universal Studio magic to create the sets and the monsters and that side of it, and then you smushed them together, and you know you had this this great TV show. Featuring the best of the best monster stuff, and the and the lighting, and the, and the set designs, and the and the props, but you still had a very warm family unit from the other side,
1: right? And obviously, the, the show you know continues to be popular all over the world. And and Rob Zombie is making a new monster. Yes. Is, uh, any insight on that,
2: or have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually, uh, I know Rob and we, I was lucky enough to sit with him for the, uh, the Blu-ray, uh, taping. We, they remastered it in the Blu-ray in December of 19, before the pandemic caught, you know, took over We he and I sat for three hours, um, watching the movie, doing commentary. So we really had a chance to kind of like bond a little bit oh, wow. and chat and, you know, he, uh-huh. he I knew he was going to be doing the movie. I didn't know when, and it, and it came to fruition, you know, recently that he's now in production, but, um, He's a big fan of the show. Uh, I don't anticipate it. I know some of the, p- the people in it, and I think he's going to do it really uh, do it justice. I don't think it's going to be all blood and guts. I okay. don't think Universal would allow that. So I think between the two of them, between Universal and between Rob and his love of it, uh, I think it's going to be just fine. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with it. I know that he's a fan, and that's the main thing, that he's a fan. Um, and he also, like a lot of people don't know, you know, he's very – you know, he's multi-talented. He was actually the set designer for Pee Wee's Playhouse. So oh. he has a – Oh, really? You know, he's <laughs> dark and blue you know he's not all you know edgy and dark i mean oh. that's that's his persona on stage and that's his music but believe me i've been to his house and i and i know sherry moon and they they literally they live a very normal lifestyle <laughs> how interesting
0: <laughs> that is so cool wow. well i'm sure you're looking forward to Munsters day featuring you I butch am. patrick uh this saturday derek us a little bit more about where to get tickets yeah
1: you can actually get tickets on eventbrite.com and just type in the rinda theater and they'll come up or you can go to rindamovies.com and uh it all starts at four o'clock so we truly appreciate butch coming up and now's your chance to meet them people let's go
0: <laughs> that's awesome butch thank you so much for joining the podcast it's been a pleasure
2: my pleasure thanks so much take care